Northwestern went on the road for their second game in 48 hours, and they got a dominant victory in impressive fashion. And, I, I mean, we just have to talk about it. This team right now is kind of rolling. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, and welcome to Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We appreciate you making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Uh, Wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Um, Yeah, and. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and let's dive into this. Actually, first things first, today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, uh, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. All right, so let's dive into this. Northwestern coming off the um, eight-day COVID pause. They got Wisconsin at home on Monday evening and got a huge win in that game, uh, pulled out the 66-63 victory. Then less than 48 hours from the end of that game, the team was on the road uh, in in Lincoln taking on Nebraska, a Nebraska team that's dealing with some injuries, um, still a solid team. They were solid in the Ken Palm and the net rankings a team that was dangerous. If Northwestern didn't come ready to play, especially when you think about the fact that Northwestern had some depth issues with the fact that Julian Roper didn't know what his status was coming in. Really didn't know Tiberi's status all that much coming in either. Uh, he ended up playing obviously, but uh, Julian Roper ended up not playing. You worry about the conditioning coming off the COVID pause. Second game of 48 hours. A lot of things moving against Northwestern. The deck was somewhat stacked against Northwestern going into this game. And this is a Nebraska team that just a week prior had pulled the upset against Ohio State. An Ohio State team that dominated early against Northwestern and uh, were were able to cruise to a fairly easy victory in Evanston. Since then, Ohio State, things have not gone well. But this Nebraska team, there's so many external factors for Northwestern heading into this game that you had to be worried. You had to be concerned. Um, Like Chase Audige at times looked really gassed. Uh, Chris Collins talked about after the Wisconsin game how – in the second half, he had to burn two quick timeouts because his team looked tired. They can when you're not able to get out there and practice full court, the full team. You're never not able to have the full practices. Uh, you're not able to play in games. Conditioning goes quickly, especially over an eight day period. And North Northwestern was able to grit out that win versus Wisconsin. They started fast and kind of hung to the lead there in the second half. Wisconsin 
kind of just never got knocked down, just hung in there, hit some big threes to put them up in the second half. Northwestern came back with some big threes of their own. Boo Booey played great. You're able to gut out that win. Then here you are going on the road. This feels like it's a spot where everybody, I think, just on paper would have looked at it and said, oh, Northwestern is going to win that game. But when you examine all the extra factors, all the external factors, everything else going on, there was serious concern for Northwestern going into this game. There's, It was about as trappy of a trap spot as it could get because it's, it's against one of the teams kind of closer to the bottom of the league, a Nebraska team that was three and six in Big Ten play coming in tied I well, I guess they technically had the tiebreaker with Ohio State but uh they were tied with Ohio State for second to worst record in the Big 10. So there's a lot of reasons why people could have just like kind of dismissed this Nebraska game. I guess even guys on the roster for Northwestern and you had to be worried coming in. It was I was worried. I was. The line was two and a half. I think it was shorter than that at some certain points. I think it was around one, one and a half um, before it moved a little bit in Northwestern's favor, which made you think maybe Julian Rofer was going to play. He ended up not. Uh, but I felt uncomfortable about that line. I said Northwestern would cover, but I just didn't know. I didn't have a feel for this game because this is something that no other team in college basketball has gone through these past two weeks. No other team in college basketball has gone through what Northwestern is going through this season. So it was a little bit up in the air. You didn't know what was going to happen. And it kind of all led to this just crescendo of like, hey, anything can happen once the ball tipped at 6 o'clock on Wednesday night on FS2. And you know what? Credit where credit's due. Northwestern Daggum answered the call. And they showed up ready to go, and they performed at an extremely high level. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second. But first, let's talk about our friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to Fan FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features to make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, uh, you can even combine bets for a for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. Uh, this weekend, uh, we know North Northwestern's going to be playing uh, Minnesota. I don't know what the lines at now because the college basketball lines come out very late. Uh, but that's going to be one I'm going to keep an eye on. And then obviously the NFL, uh, we got the championship games. And those are some very interesting lines as well right now when you look at the fact that uh, depending on where you look, Kansas City could be a favorite by a point or the Bengals might be a favorite by a point. That line keeps moving because it all depends on the health of Patrick Mahomes. Um, I know that 
the the Eagles and 49ers, that game is going to be interesting. I, you would assume, uh, well, yeah, the, the 49ers are going to be underdogs in that. I kind of like the road teams in those matchups. Either way, it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend watching those games take place. And look, all of this is on an app that's safe and secure and super easy to use. So football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, and coaches and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's talk about this game and the way it played out. Because the first half was absolutely nuts. It was insane because you had... Uh, Tominaga for for Nebraska, he went off. He goes six of eight, two of three from three, one of two at the line. He had 15 first-half points, and you're sitting there, and it was right out the gate, too. I think he had the first 12 points for uh, Nebraska in this game. He was money out the gate, but not to be outdone. The man that we thought was going to be banged up, we, we, we didn't even know if he was going to be able to play. We didn't know if that ankle was going to swell up or not. Ty Berry comes out with what I think is the most impressive first half by any Northwestern player all year. He goes eight for nine from the field, five of five from three, grabbed a rebound, had an assist, no turnovers in 17 minutes on the court, 21 points. He was unbelievable, and he was just, you could tell he was feeling it. Every three felt like he was he was in more of a rhythm as he got going. The final one was the one in the corner uh, where they're closing out on him, and it's a contested three, and he has to get it off quickly to get it off clean, and he does, and he buries it, and Nebraska is forced to call a timeout. Ty Berry is absolutely the superstar of that first half. Just unbelievable. You got solid production out of Boo Booey, giving you eight points, three for six from the field, two of three from three on his own. He grabbed three boards. Uh, he had an assist and a turnover as well in that first half. Matt Nicholson, three of three from the field. He was pretty good. Uh, Brooks Barnheiser only had four points, but he grabbed four boards. Northwestern was able to get crazy hot in that first half 17 of 31 obviously half of those makes basically are tie berries uh they went eight of 15 from three five of those being tie berries two of those being boobooies and brooks barnheiser uh they were 17 of 31 in the first half 55 percent from the field 54 4.8 to be exact eight of 15 from three as they uh Went 53.3% from deep. They didn't get the free throw line a bunch, but when you are shooting that well from three, absolutely, it's 100% fine. They also absolutely killed Nebraska on the boards in the first half, out-rebounding them 18-9. 12 uh, defensive rebounds to Nebraska's eight. Six offensive rebounds to Nebraska's 
one. 14 second chance points on those six offensive boards in the first half to Nebraska's two uh, second chance points. Unbelievable job by uh, Northwestern on the glass in the first half as they thoroughly dominated that first half. If Tomanaga doesn't go nuts, Northwestern's probably up 20 in the first half. It really was um, just a dominant, dominant, dominant performance by Northwestern in that first half. Second half, little bit scarier. Uh, Northwestern started the the half hot again, got on a run to open the half, um, extended that lead out to, I'm going to see, I mean, they got as high as 23 with 12.51 left in the game. Boo Booey hit his hit two free throws in a row to extend it to 23 points. Got back to 23 after Boo uh, hit a three on what looks like the next possession. Um, just a dominant start to the half to extend a 13 point halftime lead. You love to see it. I mean, Chase Audige got going. Ty Berry kept going uh, early. He hit a jumper and a three back-to-back, and he got to 26 points like that coming out of half. Uh, But then it was Chase Audige kind of taking over the rest of the half with Boo Booey's solid production as well. Uh, And they just extended that lead, and then I think you started to see uh, the fatigue factor creep in because the shots got a little flatter for Northwestern. possessions there was a little bit less movement and maybe you saw a few more uh less less uh fluid protecting the basketball possessions quality shot possessions um and it allowed nebraska to crawl back in the game but you got 15 points in the second half from chase Audige. Combine that, or well, that's really his only 15 points of the game. You get nine points from Boo Booey as he finished the game with 17. Uh, didn't get him a bunch from anybody else, really. You got five from Ty Berry as he got to 26. Um, Nebraska, on the other hand, a lot more well-rounded. They got all, all sorts of people involved in that second half, um, but they crawled back in the game, and credit to them rebounding tightened up it was 17 to 14 in the second half as you got better effort out of them on the second uh in the second half um second chance points weren't lopsided like they were in the first half it was two to two uh just a much uh different half as you saw like northwestern was over it's 53 percent from three in the first half well they went three of 15 in the second half and it's one point as nebraska was chipping away Northwestern kept ripping from deep and it, they weren't going at that point. And you were just begging that Northwestern team to start to go into the paint, get some shots on the inside uh, as they only took 10, two point shots in the second half. Uh, and they went, wow. They went what appears to be uh nine for 10 from two as they shot 48% in the first and the second half. Uh, going 12 of 25. But for a while there, they just refused to go inside. Uh, They got to the line 10 times, hit eight of them, uh, and that was enough. This this Nebraska team closed the gap, uh, closed it as as close as, I believe, it got into about 10 points. I got to 12. It didn't get any closer than that, but there were some moments where it was scary, where it was like, Northwestern's legs are shot. 
uh, Boo Booey, Chase Audish, Ty Berry playing a ton of minutes for the second time in 48 hours. Uh, this Nebraska team played more players. Um, and, you know, there was a there was a worry that if Nebraska started getting hot again, that you would see them close the gap and make it very, very interesting. But Northwestern did enough, hit enough shots to distance themselves and get the 78-63 victory for their second win in a row this week as they still have another one yet to come. But uh, we will talk about some takeaways from the game and what's coming up next here in a second. But first, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So takeaways from this game. I mean, if this is going to be the Tiberi that we see the rest of the year, this Northwestern team, there's no reason why they can't hang with anybody in the country. They were, and he was deadly in that first half. He was playing with confidence. The ankle didn't seem to really be bothering him. He dropped 26 points on 17 shots, 10 of 17 from the field, 6 of 12 from three. He hit over half of Northwestern's threes for the game. Boo Booey, efficient game as well. 17 points on nine shots, five of nine from the field, three of five from three, and four of four at the line. Didn't get to the line quite as much as we've seen in the past, but, you know, efficient game by him. He went and grabbed five boards too, and I will take that every single time. Uh, Chase Audige, pretty efficient game by him too. Uh, 15 points, 6 of 11 shooting, 1 of 4 from 3. We've seen them have better nights, but I do think late in the game, those legs were kind of shot. 2 of 2 at the line, 6 boards, uh, 4 assists. I want to see how many steals he grabbed. He and Ty Berry both grabbed a couple steals in this game as well. Matt Nicholson, 3 of 3 from the field, 8 points, 2 of 4 at the free throw line. Uh, like to see the rebound numbers up a little bit higher than 5. Uh, Brooks Barnheiser didn't shoot particularly well, but he grabbed eight boards, had a couple assists, uh, and he went two of eight from the field, one of six from three, and one of two at the line. Uh, I will say Nick Mart- Martinelli, he has turned out to be a pretty good little player in his um, short minutes that he plays because he's a tall guy, true freshman, has not played that much this year. Julian Roper's been out. He's gotten in there. He had a couple beautiful little baseline floaters that were huge. He grabbed another rebound. Uh, did have a t- couple turnovers. But I tell you what, I am encouraged by the signs of progress you see from a guy like him. Uh, I think for the game, um, it was, I mean, this Nebraska team shot 36% from three. Northwestern only put him on the line eight times where they went four of eight, which is great. Um, and you, you, they're about 47% shooting, um, from the field, but Northwestern, when you look at it, they shot better from the field. They shot better from three. They shot better at the free throw line. They out rebounded them. They had fewer turnovers, uh, more points off turnovers. Um, they won the defensive and offensive glass, second chance points, bench points didn't win points in the paint, but I think that's because Northwestern hit 11 threes. In the game, bench out scored Nebraska. Um, fast break points slightly, blocks slightly, steals slightly, assist slightly. Uh, and you know, 
they they led in this game for 32 minutes and 59 seconds. And, you know, it's a credit to this team's ability to kind of circle the wagons after um, what is a difficult week and a half, two weeks. And they have come out the gates here after the eight-day COVID pause and railed off two victories. Uh, I mean, the line was two and a half in this game, and they comfortably cruised to a 15-point win. Credit to Northwestern. Credit to this staff. Impressive what they've been able to do. They advanced to, I believe, 16 and 4. Uh, no, that's that's incorrect. 14 and 5, rather. 14 and 5 overall, 5 and 3 in conference play, tied for third in the Big Ten right now. Ken Palm spiked a little bit more uh, as they are now the 43rd team in the Ken Palm uh, net rankings. They have spiked as well to, I believe, 44th. So Northwestern sitting in a great spot right now. Coming up, you got another test, uh, another on Saturday, the 11 a.m. tip uh, Central Time on the Big Ten Network. 7-12 and 12 Minnesota comes to Evanston. Don't have a line on this game. Uh, I mentioned that earlier. It's a scary one, though, because Northwestern's playing their third game in five days, part of this six games in 13-day stretch. If Northwestern can stay above 500 in this stretch, I'd view that as an absolute win because this is going to be the most challenging 13 days any team in this conference goes through because nobody plays six games in 13 days. If this team can continue to figure out ways to claw out wins, this team, at the end of the 13 days, we will know if this Northwestern team is going to go play in the NCAA tournament or not, in my mind. Because if they come out, if they do, if they make a run here, if they beat Minnesota at home like they probably should, if they go on the road and beat an Iowa team that I think is beatable, if they come back home and a Michigan team that they hung with on the road, if they pull that win off, uh, then we're talking about a team that could be sitting 8-3. and three. They're probably not going to be sitting 8-3 and three in conference play at that point. Uh, they're probably going to drop one of these three. I don't expect it to be Saturday. Um, but if they can find a way to navigate through that Wisconsin game after the Michigan game, too, on the road, that's going to be difficult. Look, they're sitting in a beautiful spot. If they can, if they can win, be plus two in the wins category over that, that stretch, you would love to see that. This Northwestern team would be a dangerous team in the back half where the schedule does ramp up a little bit. You have to go to Wisconsin, to Ohio state, Purdue at home. Uh, you get Indiana again, the team that you already beat, you get Iowa at home. You have got to go on the road to Illinois and on the road to Maryland to finish out February. Uh, and then you get Penn state at home. You got to go on the road to a good Rutgers team. But I tell you what, I am encouraged because this Northwestern team right now feels like they are figuring it out. They are an experienced team. They've got to continue to take care of themselves. They've got to recover as well as possible because this is going to be a grind for this 13-day stretch. But so far, through four days, couldn't have gone better. So props to this team, props to this staff. This Northwestern team continues to climb uh, the Big Ten standings, and you just love, love, love to see it.
That's going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first uh, listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, Wherever you're listening, make sure that you subscribe and turn on notifications. Uh, You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, It's been a lot of fun this basketball season. Uh, A lot more optimistic than football season was. Uh, I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13. I'll see you all tomorrow as we talk a little Michigan and the rest of the Big Ten.